morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. We are live with another episode of the podcast, uh, Self Love Talks podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest, uh, Shanille Stewart. She's a reinvention strategist uh, and uh, intuitive success coach. Welcome. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for accepting my invite. <laughs> and my and uh, so, Shanil, uh, you know that the podcast is obviously around self-love and how self-love, you know, impact uh, our life and businesses and the work we do with our clients also. But before digging into these topics, tell us about yourself, your background and everything in between. Okay, so I'm, like you said, you introduced me, I'm a reinvention strategist and an intuitive success coach. And what that really means is that I help entrepreneurs and influencers who they're pretty successful already, but they know they're not happy, okay? Like they, they know their soul is calling them for something more. They want to feel fulfilled and happy in their business, in their relationships, in every area of their life. And I help them to reinvent themselves to become that version of themselves, the version of themselves that has the life, that has the business that they really desire and that they deserve, really. And the way I work with my clients is using into my intuitive gifts. So my spirituality and I channel for my clients and things like that. So that's how I, I do my work. That's what I do. And it took me a while to get here, you know? Yeah. I've <laughs> definitely tell, us, tell us a little bit more, you know, when you started with the, with the business and what like uh, steps, uh, did you take to arrive to this point in your journey? Yeah, okay. So for me, entrepreneurship has always been something I've, that has always been a part of me, you know? I grew up seeing my, my grandma, you know, she, you know, old school Jamaican woman, you know, I'm from the Caribbean. And my grandma didn't have a high school education. I think she finished school when she was like 12 or something. And so for her, she was a hustler, you know, like she would have, she'd be raising chickens, she'd be making juice and selling juice. She'd be like, she always had, um, she'd do like um, clothes, make clothes for people and bedspreads. And she, she, she's just like a woman, her hands just had like magical hands, you know, mm. make stuff. And that was her thing. She used to sell that. Was, she, was a, she was a businesswoman. And then my, te my parents are both teachers and everything, but they also had the entrepreneurial side to them. They always had a business on the side, always. Grew up with, my dad had a photography business. He had a um, driving school on the side. My, then at one point, my parents, they had like orange business, like they were selling oranges on the side. They had like the meat business. They were selling meat. They always had like a side hustle thing going on. And I got that from them, you know, even though I'm not naturally an academic, I always had that little entrepreneurial spirit. My problem, though, was when I became a coach, unfortunately, <laughs> I, it took me eight months before I got my first client. It took me eight solid months before I made a single dollar. I had other businesses before that I made lots of money really fast. But what happened was when I came in the coaching world, you know, it's great that you're talking about self-love here. Because for me, when I became a coach, I saw so many powerful women and I just felt so small. 
Mm. I, thought, I thought I didn't fit in. I thought I wasn't good enough. I had like my accent. Now I still have an accent, but at that time it was even thicker. It was like a strong accent. So I thought, well, my accent, nobody's going to want to buy from me. I thought about my age. I was like 22. So I was just like, I'm too young. Nobody's going to want to buy from me. You know, so I had all these things that I thought I was not good enough. And it held me back for eight months. I didn't make a single dollar. And even after I made the first dollar, I made like a thousand dollars in one day, which was great. Mm. Four months after that, like I made zero dollars again. And I was just like, what's happening? What's wrong with me? You know, it just like, I felt like I just wasn't good enough. But all the time I realized that I was comparing myself to everyone else. And so I was never going to be enough because I wasn't comparing myself to what my soul wants me to do. I wasn't looking at what my soul was called to do. I was looking at what my mentor was doing and what my mentor said or what my biz besties were doing and what they said. And the moment I did the letting go of others' expectations, immediately, I think within the space of four days, I booked like 10 clients. Hmm from a very small Facebook group. At the time, I think the Facebook group was like 40 people. And to have 10 people out of the 40 people sign up for one-on-one, that's, that's crazy. And that was when I started to realize that I was capable when I stopped judging myself based on anyone else's rules or constructions. Um, and over time, you know, I've grown and learned from my own business what I like, what I don't like. But when I came to where I am now, you know, it was seeing the pain that my clients face and that so many successful entrepreneurs face where they think they have to pretend to be perfect. They have to pretend to be happy. They have to pretend to have it all figured out when their businesses are falling to pieces, when their relationships are falling to pieces. And I knew how to help them, you know? And I knew that by helping them to own their unapologetic self, they could create anything they wanted and actually be happy. They wouldn't have to pretend to be happy anymore. They got to be happy for real. And so I was able to do that because I had to go through that. I had to reinvent myself. I had to trust my intuition. I had to to trust my soul. And I had to let go of the expectations and be okay with people judging me and not liking me, but to be true to myself no matter what. And I think that's how I got where I am today. Amazing. And uh, what prompted you to become a coach? Why did you decide this field, this business? uh... So my my background, like like career-wise, I'm actually... Actually, a social worker in my career, like career wise, mm-hmm. um, and not just like a regular social worker. I, I think I'm like an overachiever when it comes to social work because mm-hmm. I'm like, in, I'm an international development social worker. Meaning, I've my social work background is on a global scale. So I have a master's degree from Denmark, and I have one from the UK, and then I also have it from um, Portugal as well. So I've and I've worked in the Caribbean, I've worked in Canada, in social works. So I've really gotten a lot of experience of helping people all across the world. And it has always been my, my goal to help people. But what happened was when I was living in France, I was living in Paris, and I just remembered, you know, here I was pouring into everyone. I was helping hundreds of people, but I was broke. You know, I couldn't afford 
25 euros to pay for a taxi so that I wouldn't miss my train. And I just got really mad and I just like threw my bags on the ground and I started to curse at the sky. And I was just like, God, you fixed it because I meant for more. You know, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here broke because I'm helping your children. I'm pouring into your, your world and your people and I'm here and I'm poor and I'm broke. And I just remembered like telling God in that moment. And it was what I was in public, by the way. So people <laughs> were looking at me. They were like, who's this crazy girl? But I didn't care. I was just like, I'm done helping people and being, not being compensated. And within two days of me making that decision that I was going to be compensated properly, I discovered coaching. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I can help people but get paid more money? What? I can help people online from the comfort of my home? I don't have to get dressed? I don't, like, I don't even have to have a shower in the morning? What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I do shower occasionally. I will, I will not pretend like I shower every day. I do shower, you know, <laughs> most days, most days. But when I discovered that, I was just like, what? I can help people, but I don't have to sacrifice my finances. I don't have to be, um, I don't have to take up all of poverty and be Mother Teresa to help people. I can help people and be compensated, you know? And that was, that was one of the reasons why I became a coach. Because for me, I just want to help people. Mm-hmm. I just want to change the world. Yeah. And but I also want to be, have nice things too. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, because, you know, a lot of people may be listening. They are like at the beginning of their journey or they are struggling, you know, or they are entrepreneurs. So what keep you going uh, in this eight months uh, of, uh, you know, not seeing results? Hmm. Oh, wow. What kept me going? What kept me going? That's a really good question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that question. What kept me going? <laughs> because it, was easy. it would have been easy to give up. Exactly. Because a, a lot of people, like, uh, at the beginning, they don't see results and they give up and say, no, this is not for me. It's not my thing. And they start blaming themselves and not loving uh, again self-love and loving themselves but also loving the process yeah i think what kept me going was seeing what was possible and actually knowing that i deserved it and i had to be like there had to be like a sense of like seriousness to it because some people they want they say they want something but their actions don't match it or they're like they, they let like the fear take over the actual desire And I just remembered, you know, looking at people who were in the same age group as me. They were a little bit older, but I saw them. And they were doing 10K months, 30K months, 60K months. And I just remembered thinking to myself, well, she's not smarter than I am. Because really, not not to like insult anyone, but like on a real level, like if we're being honest here, like they weren't smarter than me. Like I had three master's degrees, you know? They weren't smarter than me. I looked at it. I was just like, they're not, they're not prettier than me. It's not like they were not cute. They're beautiful women, but I believe I'm really beautiful. So I'm just like, they're not be- more beautiful than me. They're not smarter than me. And then I looked at it and I said like, well, I'm God's child. I'm a divine being. I am made in the image and likeness of the creator and the creator can do anything. So then I can do anything. And then I'm just like, 
I'm not figuring it out, but I need to figure it out because there's no way they can do it and I can't. If they can do it, that means I can too. So it was like, every time I got, like, I felt like I wanted to give up, I thought about all the people who were doing it. And to this day, even to this day, Elisa, like every time there's, there, I have so many goals right now and you know some of them because we've talked yeah. about, you know, and I don't have the answer. I have no clue. I've never, um, like I'll, I'll share some of it here. Um, I'm going to be starting a lingerie line in the upcoming future, right? I've never yeah. started a lingerie line. I don't know how to sell brassiers or make panties. Like, like you know what I mean? Like I've never done that before. And I, and there are times when I feel like, oh my God, can I do it? Am I getting up those same questions of when I was starting out? Because it is a new thing that I'm starting out. But then I think about all the people who are doing it and I'm like, okay, that person's, that person's not more, they're not closer to God than I am. They're not smarter than I am. They're not prettier than I am. So if they can do it, I can do it. And every time I just remind myself, oh, they just know something that I don't know. So I just need to figure it out what I don't know and just take action. And if it doesn't work, I just need to keep taking action until it works, you know? And I think that was with that. There were many times in the, in, after I started making money as well, Elisa, when I wanted to quit, yeah. which that I can tell you for sure what kept me going was thinking about working for someone else. I just couldn't do it. I just, I just can't, I just can't do that. Like I know what it is to be able to live off your own efforts. And it's freedom. And I just, the, the, the pain of working for someone else stops me from quitting now, like in the stages of me being successful. But when I was starting, it was definitely watching the people who were in my, like in my program, we started at the same time and they were doing well. And I, and I knew that if they could do it, I could do it. If they could do it, I could do it. If they could figure it out, I can figure it out. You know, we're yeah. all equal. We're all amazing, wonderful, beautiful souls. And if they can accomplish it, I can accomplish that. You know, if Tony Robbins can have a private helicopter, exactly. I can have a private helicopter if I want. I don't want, but if I wanted, I could because he can. And He's not better than I am. He's not smarter than I am. He's not more um, blessed than I am. We have the same, we're from the same source. We're from the same source. The same source that created him created me. Yeah. Same source. And do you think uh, it goes back to loving yourself and self-confidence and believing in your dreams 110 percent because every single time when i would remember the reason i was stuck was because i kept doubting myself and saying well i'm not smart enough i'm not good enough and then i would fail you know i would have a because it's not like i wasn't booking discovery calls i had like 34 discovery calls and heard 34 no's in a row so I was still taking action, but every time I had a failure or had a, an obstacle, I would start to beat down on myself. And the only reason I stuck with it for those eight months was because I had to remind myself that I am an amazing person. I am created in the image and likeness of the creator. I am a divine being. I am a limitless 
immortal soul with limitless potential. And I had to build my confidence back up to go and book some more calls and to go and be bold enough to have those conversations and to be bold enough to do videos and to be bold enough to do posts and send emails, even when, I was, when people were unsubscribing. Hmm. And uh, what do you think are like the misconceptions uh, or myth uh, in the like coaching industry or entrepreneurship journey? And um, how did you like uh, navigate uh, in all this online space? So I think, I think, okay, I'll answer the part about navigating first and then I'll answer the part about the myth. So how did I navigate it? I had to understand my intuitive voice. Mm. That was the only way I could navigate because if you listen to, I mean, I'm a coach and I have clients and I would love for my clients to listen to me. Right. And I would encourage everyone on here listening. That if you yeah. have a mentor, pay attention to your mentor. But I had times where I was making my mentor's voice or my biz bestie's voice or my mastermind sister's voice or my husband's voice or my father's voice or my best friend's voice or my sister, everybody's voice mean more to me than my own voice and dictate to me what direction I should go and what direction I shouldn't go. And the only way I was able to navigate was by trusting my own voice my voice when i was able to understand and distinguish my voice my intuitive voice and separate it from the voice of fear because a lot of times it's fear but when you can distinguish oh this is my fear oh and this is my truth and when you follow that truth it may be the opposite of what your father is telling you it may be the exact opposite of what your husband believes it might be the opposite of what your your biz bestie or your coach thinks but it's a voice of conviction. It's a voice that says, this is the direction you're to go in. And every time I've followed that voice, I've always not been surviving. I've thrived. Mm. I've had clients, like right now, the one-on-one -on -one clients that I have, I've, I did not promote my program to book any of them. Every single one of them they messaged me and said, I need to work with you. Mm -hmm. And that's because I showed up through the direction that I got from my intuitive voice and trusting that side of myself. Now, in terms of the question you asked about the myth, I think the biggest myth I see in the coaching industry is that you have to teach something about money to be able to be successful. Yeah. That's the biggest myth, I think, that, that I see, especially like, I saw it a lot when I worked with new coaches because they all thought, oh, but nobody's going to buy from me because I'm not successful in business yet, so I can't teach them how to make money. And I'm like, you don't have to be a business coach <laughs> to mm -hmm. teach people to be successful, right? And then helping them build their business. But I see it even more now when I'm working with the entrepreneurs and influencers who are already successful because a lot of them build their businesses teaching people how to make 10K months mm -hmm. and how to make 10 months. And they don't want to teach that stuff. They don't care about that. They want to be Instagram models and they want to teach people about losing weight and they want to teach people about relationships and they want to teach people about like 
ranking on YouTube, like the craziness of what they want to teach people about that has nothing to do with 10K months. <laughs> but because they thought that's what they had to teach. And so I think that's the biggest myth, not just for the newbies, but for even the established ones who are selling programs who are making seven figures, by the way, and they're selling the same programs every year to hundreds of people every year, but they don't like it anymore. They have to listen to inspirational music and boost themselves up before every live stream because they have to convince themselves that they like it, but they don't. They just want to have like a lifestyle blog. Yeah. You know, how to make quiche or how to cook recipes and stuff. <laughs> And uh, how do you, Chanel, uh, would say to our listener how to really recognize and tune in with the voice of your intuition? Mm. So this is actually one of the, my specialties that I do with my clients. I help them to identify what is their intuitive voice. Mm. And I, the, the first thing, okay, I'll give a scientific um, explanation behind this. Yeah, great. So the human brain has the left side and the right side, right? We have the left side of our brain and the right side of our brain. The right side of your brain is where the creativity comes from. That's where your intuitive voice, that's where you download things from the creative consciousness, the collective consciousness, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. That's where that comes from, the right side. However, <laughs> the left side of our brain is the part that wants us to stay small that's the part that wants everything that we see to fit into our concept of reality okay that's the part of us that will change our mind to conform so that we can stay where we are why because the left side of your brain is also the part that protects you from danger right so it yeah. doesn't want you to try anything new it doesn't want you to do anything different because if you do something different then you will be in danger, or at least it's, it's afraid you'll be in danger. So it always tries to put everything in the context of your current reality. So you stay in the same place. But here's the beautiful thing. It takes the left side of your brain three seconds, three seconds to jump in. So if you have Let's say you're doing a meditation or you're doing journaling or you're doing like your spiritual practice or, you know, you had a dream, like you woke up, you had a vision while you were sleeping. It's very important that you just write down all of those things immediately and then only focus on what you wrote down or what came to you or what you thought mm -hmm. instantly. Do not question how, do not question what if, do not question but. Do not ask, do not even entertain the voice of the left side of your brain. Spend the next 70 seconds pondering on the reality of what the idea was and it happening. I'll give you an example. So let's say, Elisa, you have this idea for a podcast. So you're lying in bed, you wake up one morning, or let's say for you, it's nighttime before bed, you get inspiration. So you're about to fall asleep mm -hmm. and you get the insight. Oh my gosh, you should start a podcast. If you take out your pen right now, like sleep with a pen on a paper beside you, you write it down, start a podcast. Don't even say, but who am I going to interview? But how am I going to get? Don't even go there. 
instead focus on starting a podcast. Okay, when do I start? <laughs> first episode is okay. Who do I want to be the first interview? You know, I'm going to ask this person. So all the questions you ask yourself feed the creativity. And that's why with my clients, I always talk about something called hashtag instant action. Mm-hmm. When you get the divine download, and you know this, Alisa, yeah. you're laughing. When you take hashtag instant action, you're, you're not giving the left side of your brain a chance to even plant the seed of fear or doubt. Instantly. So I will be here right now, and I, and, and I notice, and I can tell you this, I notice I'm a human being just like all of you guys listening. And whenever I don't do it instantly, it rarely gets done because procrastination. And then, oh, I'll do it next week. And then I'm like, well, I don't know if this is what I should be doing, but what if it's something else? And then it never gets done. So this is where you have to start before you're ready. Take the leap before you're ready. Start asking the questions about the the new reality even when it, it doesn't seem like you have all the answers. Yeah. Instant action, people. That's what it is. You know, the, the God, it's like this. The universe or God or whatever you want to call it, you know, sends out waves of thought at all times. And these thoughts are things that are to uplift the entire planet. Mm. Okay? Now, if you were on the wavelength or the frequency to receive that inspiration. Count yourself as blessed. But if you don't do it, God's going to find someone else to do it. Because yeah. the work has to be done. So it's like, um, it's kind of like if you, let's think about the, the cure for malaria. Okay, let's say malaria is a disease that's given by mosquitoes, okay? Or a vaccine for, for mumps or rubella or something. Mm-hmm. The universe knows that the earth in this time frame needs that healing. It needs that recipe. It needs that cure. It sends the frequency out. And lots of people receive it, but not everyone acts on it. The person who acts on it is the person who gets the glory, is the person who gets to experience and witness the transformation of, of doing that thing. So there are tons of ideas that come to you that you, you've let slip, slip by. Somebody else is going to be living your dream. Somebody else is going to be living your destiny. So you get to decide, do I want to live this destiny? Do I want to take charge now? And just take instant action. And that works also with uh, like inspiration for creating uh, content uh, or putting out there a program or an idea. Mm-hmm. Even if yep. we don't know the how, when, what, uh, we just yep. uh, trust and uh, knowing, Ab- knowing that we are in the right path. Absolutely. It's that trust, you see, it's that faith, knowing that it's going to work out no matter what, that brings the result. Yeah. So in 2015, I had a show. It was called, at the time, my brand was Miss Inspire. So everything was about inspiration. And it still is inspiring, but I just go by my, my name, my actual self. Um, but at the time, I had a show called the Inspiring Ones TV show. Now, that was before Periscope. That was before Facebook Live. That was before Instagram Live. That was before live stream. So nobody was doing video interviews. People, there were podcasts, but people were rarely doing video interviews because it just wasn't a thing. 
you know, the only place you could have done it on was Google Hangouts. But I felt led to do that. And I remembered posting about it. Like I got the insight to do it and I posted about it immediately. Immediately I posted about it. I said, hey guys, I'm going to be hosting the Inspiring Ones TV show. And people were like, oh my God, that's amazing. Everybody was like celebrating with me. I had, I didn't know. I didn't even know who I was going to interview. I didn't know what the show was going to be about. I just had the name. But because I took instant action and posted about it, I had to be accountable. And within seven days, there were over 600 people who registered to be a part of the show. Hmm. 600 people in less than seven days. Wow. And we had, we would go live every Tuesday because we use Google Hangouts and we had like a private Facebook group where only people who were members of the audience of the show would be a part of it. And I remember we had every episodes every Tuesday at 7 p.m. EST. We would go live with the episodes. And when season one was, um, had ended, I just remember getting emails, people saying, we can't wait for season two. When is season two coming out? All of that from something that was just a crazy idea that popped into my head and I just took instant action and posted about it and then boom, 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 600 people in seven days. One of the people who I interviewed for the program, she was a, an author and she actually wrote about me in her book. Wow. And from her book, I got discovery calls. <laughs> now, I didn't make it, I didn't close the sale, unfortunately, because that was one of the 34 sales that like nobody bought anything, you know, but I got on the call, I got on calls with people. But it just goes to show that when you follow the divine guidance, even when you don't have the answer, when you launch that program, when you sell that course, when you sell that coaching package, even when you don't have all the answers, the way will be made. Always. Beautiful. And uh, what is in these years of this journey the best of uh, advice uh, you have received from a mentor, a coach? Uh... Mm, best advice. I think the best advice goes back to what we're talking, what we've been talking about, this whole thing of trusting, mm -hmm. trusting your intuitive voice. You know, because like I said, for many for a very long time, I was watching what everyone else was doing and doubting if I was ready or if I was good enough or, you know, I'm not famous yet or I'm not Tony Robbins status, so I can't do that, you know? And I think it was just getting word of trust the divine guidance. Trust the divine guidance. It brought me back to the essence of who I really am. You know, I am more than just a title. I am more than just the money in the bank account. I'm more yeah. than just the my coach. I am a divine and limitless being who is connected to the creator of everything that has been, everything that is, and everything that ever will be. And if I trust that side of myself, I will continue to be successful. I will continue to create epic, iconic, legendary things. So I think that's the thing I would say to everybody on here that I've received as one of the messages. Trust the divine voice. Trust the divine voice. That divine voice is you. It is your soul crying out for a greater expansion, for abundance, for 
wealth, for impact, for influence, for joy and bliss and passion. That's what I got. I think that's the message. Trust the divine voice. Mm-hmm. And what would you tell now to that uh, former version of yourself uh, that wanted to start a business, uh, that want to become a coach? Uh? You know what's funny? I probably wouldn't tell her anything. You know why? <laughs> But if, if I told her something, she wouldn't have had the crappy experiences that she had. And I think the experiences helped to make her me. So I probably, I probably just would like, just like secretly just like stalk her, but just not like wouldn't say anything. Um, but let's say I wanted to be nice and I wanted her to fast track her success. I didn't want her to have experiences. Okay. What would I tell her? I would say like delete, unfollow, block everybody who you're watching. Mm they don't exist because even now like i don't follow people i might follow them in terms of if you look on the things on who i follow you may see their name but i don't follow them i don't know what my competition is doing and i don't care to know because i'm not in competition my soul is creating something divine that has never been created and that is own that is my birthright so i would tell her that all the people who yes they're your friends but i'm sorry just you can't be their friend right now no there's no no friendship allowed because every time i would have a conversation with them even though they were my friends i would get off the call and then doubt myself so i would say to them like okay that person's not your friend right now maybe like in five years when you know you you believe in yourself fully (laughs) you know like you can you can have a conversation but I i would just tell them like and i would also tell her to be mindful of who she shares her dreams with i would tell her to be mindful because Sometimes, you know, even if it's a family member or somebody who's close to you, like a partner or a sibling, you know, they may, they may say it based on their own limited reality. They don't understand the divine calling on your life. And so sometimes when you tell people who are in a different um, frequency, the, the, the crazy epic goals and visions that you want to create, they don't understand it. And if you are not fully confident in it yet, you're easily swayed. So sometimes it's okay to be secretive and build your confidence. And when you have that confidence in what you're doing and the direction you're going in, you don't ask permission. I would say to her, don't ask for permission. Stop asking people what they think. You don't want to know what they think. You don't care what they think. The only person you should be asking what they think is you your soul because even you know people the like there's this thing of oh do um customers research survey whatever i would even tell her not to do that to be very honest like i would seriously tell her don't even do that because like god will call her or the universe will say you're assigned to teach people about their soul path and then she creates this program and then somebody says yeah but i don't know if i would buy that and then out of, a, out of the blue, she turns her back on her soul's calling because of mm. one from a, a market research. And the person says, well, I would want to know more about how to do Facebook ads. And then all of a sudden she's starting to teach Facebook ads when her soul calling is to teach people how to listen to their intuition. So I, I would say to her, just to summarize that, that question, my answer to that question, I would say to her, um, delete, unfollow, block, unfriend. <laughs> you're watching first including the 
seven-figure entrepreneurs too, like the Tony Robbins and those people, because I was comparing myself. I was like, oh my God, there's no way I'm not good enough. Look at Tony Robbins. Like, I, can't, I can't be that. You know, like all of them, block, unfollow, delete. Like, that's it. The second thing I would say to her is um, keep, it a, keep some of your things a secret. Only tell people who will get it, especially in the first, first few phases of your creation like only tell people who get it anybody who doesn't get it they don't need to be a part of it right now and what was the third one i don't think i remember the third one there was a third one yeah so that's what i would say like be very mindful who you tell keep it a little bit of a secret for until you have the foundation exactly. hmm? i said exactly okay and yeah block on friends delete unfollow anybody who <laughs> that's the main one apart uh, this podcast uh, <laughs> that they have to listen because it's amazing <laughs> yeah of course of course if it's at least perfect me you can listen to us but everybody else <laughs> okay and that's because uh, people guys elisa and i we, we like we are all about that intuitive life so we're going to use if we help you we use our intuition to help you right so we're, we're not going to fight against your soul's path and your soul's calling in fact we will help you to step into it but everybody else they blind and you're not gonna listen to them just like unfollow <laughs> and uh, how do you like practice uh, self-love uh, on your daily basis like uh, around your personal life and around your business uh, and in your relationship uh? mm -hmm. so Oh, my favorite way for myself, like personal self, is, oh, I love baths. Baths or being in nature. So if I have a bath, it, you know, like I have my, my essential oils. If, I, if I'm going to be doing like very high energy work, I have my eucalyptus. When I'm more relaxing, I have my frankincense or my lavender oil. You know, like I'm just relaxing. Um, in terms of how I take care of myself when it comes to relationships and other people, it's being a, excuse my language, but being a bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm being a bitch. Like, if I don't want to do something, the answer is no. If I don't want to go, my answer is no. I know you don't like my answer, but it doesn't change my answer. It's still my answer. And it's because I used to be extremely codependent where I would go anytime anyone want, wanted me to go. I would do anything anyone wanted me to do. I would be who anyone expected me to be. And it was draining. I was burnt out. And not just because I was doing webinars every week. I was burnt out because I was codependent and afraid to disappoint people. I was afraid that if I didn't answer my clients' emails at 3 a.m. that they would want to leave me. I was afraid that if I didn't give people the 10-month extended payment plan when it's really a three-month coaching program, that they wouldn't sign up. Like, I was always afraid to tell people no. And I just had to be okay with people not liking me. And it was the best thing I've ever done for myself because the truth is no one has like all the fears I had that people would not like me. It actually just made them respect me more. And I actually did not attract people who overstepped my boundaries anymore because energetically, I just don't resonate at the frequency of you can play with my life. Like it's just, just no, it's no. So... I think that's one of the things, even in my romantic relationships, is like, this is how I expect to be treated, and this is how you treat me. Full stop. I don't, I don't expect anything less. And if something less happens, 
I say, hello, get in line because I'm not accepting this. <clears throat> get in line because you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? And I'll give you like a real world example for all the ladies listening here. So like, you know, my Elisa, she's Italian and my, my hubby, he's Italian. And Italians, they're very expressive. So they're very, especially the Sicilian from the South, you know, they're yeah. like, they, they're very expressive with their voice. They will be a little, they'll be louder. They will gesticulate. And sometimes if they're upset, they do it even more, even though they don't realize. And for me, I don't care how angry you are. You're just not going to raise your voice at me. I just don't accept that. And I just remembered him like, but da, la, la, you're like raising his voice. I'm like, Ahem, excuse me? And he would continue. I'm like, are you talking to me? And he would continue. I'm like, when you adjust your voice, then you can address me. And he had to drop his voice. So it's simple things of just showing people what, what you expect and what you don't expect and holding fast to that. I didn't have to shout at him or be angry or curse or anything. I just said, when you understand how to stop raising your voice, then we can have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Until then, please excuse from my presence. Please remove yourself from my presence. You know, like, bye-bye. So sometimes it's just about setting those boundaries. Do it with your family. Do it with your clients. Do it, do it in every area of your life. It will save you so much stress. You will look 20 years younger. So yeah. if you're in your you will look like a baby, a child. <laughs> or if you're in your 30s, you look like a teenager because yeah. you will take 20 years off your life. It's so true. That's why they always say to me that I seem 25. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boundaries, girl. Boundaries, yeah. And uh, what are you working so on the near future? Tell us okay. all your new project, exciting, where we can connect with you on social mm -hmm. media, on your website. Okay. So I'm working. Okay. So one of the things about reinventing yourself is becoming your inner seductress. Okay. Now, when people think about seduction or the seductress, they think about sexuality. Now, sexuality is like absolutely and obviously a part of who the seductress is but seduction is really about bringing out that divine feminine that essence of yourself that is the ultimate creator you know like the woman is the creator like mother earth you know like creation you know it's a very feminine energy and it's not the um like factory hard masculine energy is very slowy but it's very passionate and powerful and sexy and just captivating mesmerizing magnetic like all those words and so what i do with my clients is as i'm helping them to reinvent themselves we're actually just turning on their inner seductress okay like yes even if they're a man they, like because i have male clients mm -hmm. even the men they channel their inner seductress as well um, and the beautiful thing is the, the seductress is spiritual. She's sexual. She's successful. You know, like that part of yourself, that essence of yourself. And so what I'm working on now, funnily enough that you asked, because this is something that I divinely downloaded over the summer, but we, I got the, the go ahead that it should start. We should start the execution of it now, today, today, this morning in my, my work, that's the go ahead I got. So we'll be doing a seductress mastermind. It's going to be next year. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a, a live event, a retreat where you guys get to come to Italy or whoever decides to join gets to come to Italy. 
And it's a one-week retreat here in Italy, in Sicily, where you are turning on and channeling and activating your inner seductress. It's, it's just going to be crazy. We, we're going to have um, boat rides, a lot of activities, but really a lot of internal work, sisterhood. Like, it's going to be fantastic. So that's what, we're, that's what I'm working on at the moment. Um, if you guys want to be a part of that or learn when that's going to be coming out, just go to chanil.com, which is S-H-A-N-E-I-L.com. And you'll see the ability to sign up for my how to get anything you want by turning on your inner seductress. That's a free audio training. And you can just go to my website and sign up for that. And you'll be able to get the first training for free, that free training. And you'll also be on my email list to get notifications on when we roll out the actual mastermind. Um, and one of the beautiful things about the seductress mastermind is that is money a part of it? Will you learn about how to become a multi-gazillionaire if that's what you want? Of course, you'll learn that as well. But it's so much more than that. It's like you learn the successful pieces. You'll have better relationships. You'll be like, you'll just be like a seductress. Like imagine just walking around, just like captivating and magnetizing in every area of your life. Like you go to the supermarket and they're like, you know what? Don't even pay. Just take all the groceries for a free girl. Go on. You know, like crazy miraculous things will happen and manifestations will happen when you channel your inner seductress and so that's that's what i'm working on right now um thank you and i just want to say too like even the lingerie line guys like i mentioned earlier on that is a part of the seductress you know when not everyone i I don't coach everybody i just i really don't i coach people who are already successful and, and you know things like that but there are other women who maybe they aren't coaches and they aren't entrepreneurs and they aren't influencers, but they want to be seductresses too. Mm. And that's what the lingerie line will bring out. It will help them to feel like that goddess and like that seductress and feel that divine energy, um, divine feminine energy in every day of their life just by putting on those sexy panties and sexy bras, you know, and just like feeling all sexy every time. So, yeah. Great. Amazing. Perfect. So where can my listeners also find you on social media and connect with you? So on all the platforms, it's the Chanel. So it's the S-H-A-N-E-I-L on all platforms on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. On, yeah, those are the three main ones. And of course, you can just go to Chanel.com as well and you'll find links to them there too. Perfect. And, and guys, asked, uh, you message me if you if you guys listen to this podcast, just DM me on, on on Instagram. I'm like all about that DM life, so you can just always message me, and I'll be like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Great, yeah, me too. I'm all about uh, creating connections. Yeah. So, um, the a last piece of uh, advice uh, you want to leave our listeners to stop doing business that you don't want to do stop selling things that you don't want to sell it's time for you to step into your new chapter and embody the essence of who you are while you're on this planet it's safe to sell the thing you want to sell it's safe to be in the niche and the industry you want to be in it's safe to embody all of who you are. That's, that's my message. That's my message to anybody at all. Like, it's safe. It's okay. You will be divinely supported. So leap. Leap. Perfect. 
Thank you so much, uh, Shanil, for being here with us today and for sharing all of this beautiful wisdom with our listeners. And uh, everyone, if you want to connect with Shanil, you can find her on social media and on her website. And if you have any question, reach out to both of us. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.